Hello, 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 folks. Welcome to another episode of the Shiny Happy People podcast. This is Vinay, your host. And today's episode is something that is truly in the quotes of happy. Uh, something that makes me happy. It's about a place and a conversation with somebody who is doing amazing work. So for all our listeners, I have no idea how many of you have ever been to a place called Ladakh. Ladakh is... in the northern part of india in the himalayas it's a amazing place it's interesting altitudes and i've been up there several times in the winters for teams that have gone up to play ice hockey i was there a couple of years ago when they uh, did a guinness world record of a game of ice hockey at the highest altitude ever and Today's episode is going to be really interesting because I wish this was video. This is the first time I wish it was video because then you can see some of the landscape, the pictures, etc. But we are going to be talking about a place which you have to only see to believe. We are going to talk to a really really cool guy. His name is Chamba. Chamba Chetan. Chamba is born, brought up in uh, Kargyam. in the plateau in ladakh he studied in leh he works there and uh, he has worked really closely with his community as a founding member of the youth association he has also been a part of the indian national ice hockey team since 2015 yes you heard it right india does have a national ice hockey men's team and women's team by the way he's represented india in various international tournaments and more recently he's the founder of adventure sports foundation of ladakh and guess what the conversation's really about something he's setting up which is going to be mind blowing he and his team is going to organize a frozen lake marathon on frozen pangong lake and it's all about increasing awareness and alarm about the rapid melting himalayan uh, glaciers in case you're wondering where pangong lake is uh, pangong lake is situated at about a height of uh, 4350 meters it's the world's highest saltwater lake you see them in movies you'll see it for those of you in india any of you have ever watched the movie three idiots right towards the end of that movie when the main character gets up back to ladakh he goes up there and there's some amazing scenery up there so for those of you who want conversion it's at about 13862 feet altitude and that's where they're going to organize a marathon can you believe it so let's get into this conversation and we're going to hear from chamba and his journey and uh, maybe get you all to at least make a trip up there if not for the marathon in some other time more right after this break okay listeners today is a special episode as i told you i have with me my friend chamba chamba sitan from uh, i hope i pronounced your last name correctly chamba 
Is it? How yes, do you say Alaskan? Chetan. Okay, Chamba Chetan, all the way from Ladakh. Amazing place if you haven't been. And Chamba is doing some awesome work there. We are going to talk about it. You know, I wish this was an not an audio podcast and a video podcast because we can show the scenes, the images, the pictures, which you can only imagine. But Chamba, tell us about a little bit about yourself. Hi, hi, Vinay. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity to be into the podcast. And uh, I am Chamba, as you said. Uh, I'm from Ladakh. I, I was born and brought up in a small village in the east of uh, Ladakh uh, called Kargyam. It's, it's right on the border with China near Pangong Lake. Yeah, so I, I've done my schooling from government school there. Then I got an opportunity to join Sekmol, uh, an alternative school started by Sonam Wangchuk. And uh, I, I did my graduation from Ladakh itself. Thereafter, I got the opportunity to study at Ashoka University. Now for a year uh, with the Young India Fellowship Program. So, and currently, uh, after my graduation, I worked with the village community of my in in in, in my own region uh, on few things. We we started working with education and sports because after so it was a government school. I left the government school in 2006, and when I went back to the village, and the condition and the situation of school hasn't changed. And then we were a group of young people from the same region uh, gathered together and started this youth organization called Youth Organization Kargyam. So we, we were working with winter uh, uh, sports, we were working with promoting education, where we uh, ran winter camps throughout winter, uh, wow. which, uh, which is based on life skills than the textbooks they are taught throughout the you know school uh, sessions. Wow. So Chamba, that means you are a true Ladakhi, born, raised, educated, and now you're giving back to the community in, in Ladakh. So I, I just want to say something. Ladakh is famous for tourism, of course. We get tourists all the time. Um, and I have been to Ladakh three times, but I have never been to Ladakh in the summer, only in the winter. Uh, right. And most tourists come in the summer, correct? Right. Am I correct? Right. right. And very few people come to Ladakh in the winter. I'm one of the few crazy people who like, I actually, after coming to Ladakh in the winter, I don't think I ever want to come there in the summer because I heard the summers are very crowded, lots of people, and it's a very different feel to it. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, two aspirant of the palace uh, normally visit in winter, I would say. <laughs> and then that's uh, the, I mean, uh, to be very honest, like uh, even the marathon uh, we are doing at Pangong, uh, it is in the winter. And if you yeah. want to see two, two Pangong, like you have to be fit enough to run with us at that altitude. So, yeah, yeah it is very true. Uh, summer is crowded and winter is, I think, probably the time when you actually get to see true Ladakh. Yeah, so so we'll come to the marathon. But you started something called the uh, Ladakh Winter Sports... Adventure Sports Foundation of Ladakh. Yeah, Adventure Sports Foundation of Ladakh. And, uh, you know, in India, a lot of people talk about, of course, cricket and then maybe football and all of that. 
But many of our listeners don't know that in India, we actually have ice hockey. And one of the few places in the country where ice hockey is played is in Ladakh. And Chamba has been on the Indian hockey team. Can you talk a little bit about ice hockey in uh, Ladakh before we go talk about the marathon? Definitely. Uh, so I think probably Ladakh at this point got to be the capital uh, city or capital town of ice hockey in India, I would say. And and uh, it's it's uh, it's naturally because of the cold temperature we have, and we have naturally available ice, and uh, people started skating on it. Uh, earlier, people used to um, do traditional what we call it a ski, a sliding uh, piece of uh, iron sheet with uh, two sticks in hand. So that is uh, the traditional ski, and then. Uh, slowly, I mean, it, it, it probably started with the army bringing uh, hockey boots into Ladakh and, and then the tourism, actually, uh, because early on when Ladakh was open for tourism, it was mostly foreign tourists and mm. who came with the purpose and studied uh, the valley very well and then they published book and they started bringing donated equipment from Canada, US, and and I think it is how this is how like hockey started, and then people in the region embraced it to their heart because uh, winter in Ladakh is what I mean. I, I, it is it's very interesting. So what now people do is when winter comes, Himalayan mammoth hibernates, and guess what yeah. the Ladakhi people do? I mean now they escape to the plains of India because of the cold, but traditionally there are no you know, they, 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 we, we were stuck in the valley. And then people right. had to make the winter beautiful. And that's how I think people took the sport at heart. And, and this is how, I mean, uh, people used to enjoy and made the winter beautiful. Great. And, and so we actually now have national ice hockey teams, both men and women, right? Right. Uh, and uh, do you, do you, have you had a chance to play other teams from outside uh, India? Right. I have been part of the team since 2016 and been to a few of the tournaments in Kuwait, Kyrgyzstan, Thailand, uh, Malaysia. So, I mean, it, 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 uh, I mean, representing your own coming from a small village in the eastern part of Ladakh, right next to China. And then it, it, it is always a pleasure and a proud movement for us from Ladakh to get the opportunity to represent India. Yeah, and, and the big difference for the listeners is, so Chamba, when you go to all these countries and you play, you play on these nice artificial ice rings, right? But right. for those of you who are really interested, when you go to Ladakh in the winter, it's the little lakes and the rivers that freeze up and the local Ladakhis play on ice hockey on those frozen rivers. That's the big difference. And I think that's where you started. Uh, right uh, as well yeah right it it is the it is the mostly the natural lake and the small ponds and and and, and irrigation ponds that are like frozen into ice and that's right. where the tournaments and practices and used to happen you're listening to the shiny happy people podcast subscribe to us on your favorite platforms 
This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook using the handle at C2COD and get updates on our upcoming episodes. So, so I want to ask a question before we talk about the famous uh, Frozen Lake Marathon that you're organizing. What's happening in the winter? Because the world is talking about climate change. And uh, how is climate change affecting the winters in Ladakh? Uh, is it getting warmer? Is it getting shorter? What's the impact? To be very honest, I have lived all the winters in Ladakh right. so far in my own life. And You're the best person to know. You're the best person to know the trend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I've studied playing ice hockey uh, at the age of 15. And then I've seen like less snowfall. I've seen the river freezing late. And I probably like the reason we are going to conduct this marathon has lots to do with what I've seen as well. So mm. this is something very important to know. Uh, because if I remember the, the Gupuk pond right next to Pituk used to freeze by mm, mid-November. That's when I first skated when I, uh, in 2009. And for the past five, six years, it, is, it freezes only in Jan. So this is the oh difference. God. This is the difference I could uh, see uh, in just like 10, 12 years. So wow. I mean, it 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 it's definitely the winters are becoming shorter, and then we have seen uh, it, it's not a new news uh, that in lots of villages we see water crisis, people leaving villages because there's shortage of water. So these are recurring um, set news we get to hear every you know year by year. Mm. I know. Um... The world ecosystem we can't you can't do, but it's affecting you, of course. But what are some of the environmental initiatives you are all taking in uh, in the villages, in in the towns, in in Ladakh? So I mean, uh, as far as uh, the place I work uh, at Himalayan Institute of Alternative Ladakh, I mean, Sonam is a pioneer in constructing the ice to technique. I mean, it, it's not the ultimate solution, but it has its own purpose that it serves um, because mm. we get a water shortage in the spring. So such uh, initiatives are coming up very uh, welcoming. And there are uh, other people who are uh, trying uh, water lifting uh, from the river through solar energy. And of course, I mean, there are lots of uh, plantation drives that are happening across Ladakh. And then people are aware, people are aware that these changes are taking place. Right. And it's also around uh, stopping uh, use of plastic, I'm sure, and, and all of the other uh, aspects, right? I'm sh- because when I remember the times I've come there, one thing that amazed me is how beautiful it is, how clean it is kept, and how everybody is so conscious of saving all the resources. Correct. Uh, so, I mean, from the beginning, I think we, we have been a small kingdom which has which always had the scarce of resources. And right. investing has never been a thing of Ladakhi, you know. 
Yeah. And food waste, we feed to the cows, and cows give milk, and, and the manure from the cows goes to the field. So that that cycle has been maintained throughout Ladakh um, from generation to generation. Mm. So, so my question then is, uh, so you're working at the school, you're doing a lot of stuff, and what made you start the Ladakh Sports Foundation or become involved with it? Ladakh uh, Adventure Sports Foundation of Ladakh. Adventure Sports Foundation, yeah, yeah. So I think being in Ladakh, uh, Ladakh in itself is in uh, what do you call it, uh, adventure paradise, if you could uh, see. So that uh, is one thing. Other than that, I mean, I uh, there's a scope for adventure sports, and it is it is all connected to how we make the winter beautiful. Uh, because uh, if if you look at the trend, it is. I mean, I, I jokingly said it, it is the like it's not economically well of Ladakhi and the ice hockey level who stays back in winter <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's damn cold. And then you have to make winter beautiful for those people. And part of which, part of which I have been uh, uh, coaching ice hockey around Ladakh into small villages and making winter beautiful for all these kids. And a part of which I happened to go to uh, Man village uh, last winter and with a friend named Dorje Namjal. He is partnered with the uh, Ladakh, uh, he's partnered with the Adventure Sports Foundation of Ladakh now. And mm-hmm. uh, we were, I was wondering because uh, because his village, the Man village is right next to Pengong Lake. And in, in summer it is crazy like you said. I mean, you don't get accommodation, there are crowd and you don't the existence of village gets lost in summer you would see uh, camps and uh, temporary uh, tourist accommodation more prominent and taxis all over right so then people who come in summer do not truly uh, experience the real pangong right and 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 people who set up these temporary settlements and accommodations are not mostly the local uh, people in the village. Then yeah. we were pondering around the idea of how do we promote uh, tourism in winter where local directly benefits. And on those lines we were uh, discussing. And, and, and it's, it's, it's uh, accidentally the idea of uh, marathon came uh, we were we were discussing on those then how to make winter beautiful for kids and how we can promote winter tourism. We were thinking lots of things on the lake, what we can do, and we were. I was coaching right next to the lake, and it a beautiful <laughs> view we used to get every day before we start the session. And one of the one of the evening we were sitting uh, for dinner at his uh, home you know uh-huh. and and all of a sudden all family members his father sisters uh, damales and everyone we were sitting for dinner and all of a sudden uh, somebody turned on the tv and on news uh, there came a news about uh, antarctica marathon right yeah then at that very moment i was telling him like why not at pangong you know Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how the idea started, and then we were very conscious about not making it uh, very, you know, how how it is in summer and uh, rushing people in and destroying. So that that doesn't go well with our ethos. Then we have been thinking uh, how we can 
limit it to the participant and how can give a message about melting glacier melting glacier has been a concern as an ice hockey player we the season has reduced and it has always been an is something that bother me so we mm. we were thinking how we can give a message through this marathon so that is the uh, first idea because see uh, we have if everyone in the world knows there is a north pole and south pole marathon that the arctic and antarctic marathon is there then the idea is why not on the third pole you know because <laughs> up there yeah the highest yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, reason being reason being on the third pole is because we have 10 major rivers originating from it and there are nearly like 45000 glaciers uh, on the third pole it is also known as the water tower of uh, the world the so world. Uh, so that is uh, where we thought we could uh, give some message to the world about this uh, glaciers uh, melting rapidly year by year and we are call it calling this the last run uh, taking inspiration from city of moment the last game and then yeah. definitely giving the message that this could be the last run on frozen pangong lake if we keep on doing business as usual this glaciers would melt and yeah so th- th- this is the message we are trying to uh, give to the world wow i i think it's so important as well i i think just the visibility that you will give to the event and doing that right so i'm i'm here to support you with that and we'll spread the word of this so te- so tell us a little bit about the logistics for the the run what's the date how many people uh, cuz i remember you and i chatted that it's not everyone can come because anyone who travels to that altitude you need to acclimatize you need to be fit uh uh the three times i've been there i always got in two three days early just to get my bearings correct and stuff like that we not we are not as fit as you chamba <laughs> <laughs> yeah so logistically like uh, we we are planning to maximum we are going to get is the hundred hundred is our upper limit including 100. local of course yeah including yeah. local so the criteria for it would be uh, if you had ran a full marathon anywhere and, mm-hmm. and 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 with proper acclimatization of one week in le and two days at pangong and third day is the event so right. this is this is the basic criteria we are looking at so if we are also considering adventure climbers who had climb everest chilero everest best came and who had Uh, gone above 14000 to 16000 feet multiple times so we we are right. considering all such athletes yeah and, and and the most important thing is it's not a race right it's it's not yeah. a race yeah definitely yes it is not a race uh, our idea is to give a message to the world and if you want to be part of the cause and and help us in spreading this message and then this this event is definitely for you uh, more than that for adventure sports lover definitely because uh, this is how you can use your your physical fitness and 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 the games and sports in general to to give a message to the world so I, it's a blend of both and you know win win kind of uh, situation brilliant and uh, somebody can just come to even walk the 
the stretch, right? Are we doing a full marathon or are we doing, uh, uh, what, what's the distance? Right, total distance we are planning is it's half marathon, 22 kilometers. Okay. And uh, I mean, we, we, yeah, we have a criteria uh, where you can also walk. But the thing is, I mean, it, it's, when we say it is not a race, but uh, for the adventure sports lovers, I mean, they, they are competitor people. They, they always want to have a competition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they want to have, we rent. So I, our idea is not uh, make it work for everyone. I mean, if you definitely want to come for the course, you are not an adventure uh, like other people. Uh, we we would have that category uh, as well. But uh, I mean, there would be definitely a running. Uh, it's, it's a marathon. I mean, marathon. And then, yeah, it is. There would be a competition element as well because we are also trying to attempt, uh, uh, you know, Guinness World Record for running the world highest marathon that it wow. is going to be. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I think the real adventure sports will want to run, they'll want to push themselves, they want to test themselves, right? Um, but, you know, you, you put out an amazing video that um, shows, that talks about the run. And when I was watching it, one thing that just was very interesting for me, that in the video, none of you were all, you were all not running together. And I'm guessing that you're going to spread out the runners on the ice, right? Because it's dangerous for everyone to be together close on the ice. Right. So that is why I said, yeah, that is why that is why two batches. And, uh, and, and I was coming on that aspect. I mean, uh, people who are not familiar with the uh, ice and legs and they might freak out, we may all, you know, go in. Uh, yes. So there, there's nothing to worry on that front because it this, look at this. I mean, people at Man village, Merak village and Spangvi village, they used to be nomads. They used to be. They used to keep 300 to 400 herds of uh, sheep and goats. And right. what they do is in summer, they stay on the other side of the village where they graze their animal. But in winter, they cross to the other side for grazing. Right. right. So, so they cross a whole pack, I mean, pack of animals across the lake. So that there's, there's no worry. But still, to be very safe, uh, we are going to be running uh, a kilometer uh, right outside the Pangong Lake. We have a small uh, pond or a lake. And by, by, the, by the time you hit the real lake, you will always be spread it out because everyone cannot run at the same pace, right? So that, that is there. And, and other thing is, we, we have done Reiki last year and all your running would be marked for, for throughout like 22 kilometers. Okay. Your great. running trails will be marked. Okay. So it's going to be safe. Uh, you have planned it. You have wrecked it. That's excellent. And you're screening all the participants as well for fitness. So what are the other winter sports that uh, besides ice hockey and now the marathon that Ladakh can become famous for? What's, what's on your plan for the Adventure Sports Foundation? 
Right. Uh, so, I mean, definitely this like frozen leg marathon, the last run would be the flagship program. It is not a run, but it is also movement. That movement will continue till, okay. till it is actually the last run. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that will not happen for a long time. <laughs> definitely. The other sport we are planning is we uh, are planning, uh, what do you call it, uh, it's not just a winter sport that we are planning. We are planning skating on Pengo. We are planning uh, ice cycling. Cycling on Pengong is next uh, uh, event that we are planning. Right. Yeah. Uh, another thing is that uh, we would like to, uh, what do you call it, uh, promote uh, this winter sport in all the schools in, in Eastern Ladakh first and then go. Uh, we would like to uh, inculcate ice hockey as part of their curriculum, uh, probably. And then we would, for, for uh, ice hockey to grow, we would like to have, uh, you know, small children participating and playing in tournaments. So we, we, are, we are also going to that direction. Wow. Excellent. So, so here's a question. How can people in India and around the world support... Uh, Ladakh winter sports what is it that we can do for how can we support you how can we support your mission definitely I mean uh, we uh, for the marathon we would uh, uh, require some help and sponsorship as well uh, other than that uh, I mean we in in future we would like to expand our uh, program to schools um, to all to to different location in Ladakh. So for that, uh, uh, we would require we would require volunteers. We would require uh, financial support. We would require infrastructure support. That is uh, what uh, in the next stage we would request. Brilliant. And uh, I think the Adventure Sports Foundation of Ladakh is you've started it at the right time because if you go and take a look at the list of sports for Ladakh, all the sports that are listed are usually summer sports, right? River rafting, mountain biking, trekking, safari, all of them are summer sports. And now you have the winter sports that's going to come in as well. And it's going to be very, very, very important. So Chamba, are you going to be running also or will you be busy organizing? <laughs> I I wish I could run, but uh, this is uh, our event. I would be uh, organizing it this time. And you know that it's all the local Ladakis will are so fit. You're all so acclimatized. You'll all be, uh, this will be easy for you, right? I remember you go running anyway, right? Don't you run? I remember us uh, talking when we were yes. in uh, school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do marathon. I do mountain biking, both, both. Uh, ah. Yeah, definitely for for local, it, there, there is, there is advantage. I mean, <laughs> yes. so, but uh, it's a just acclimatization. Yeah, there, there would be advantage. Yeah, and and by the way, uh, just a question: we have to wear the uh, spike shoes, right, while running on the ice. You can't wear normal shoes. Correct. We have. Uh, uh, that option as well, uh, wearing a spec shoes. Other than that, uh, uh, it's it's a salty lake. Um, it's a salty lake, and then you will always have grip. And Pangong is not 
generally ideal for skating because i was telling you i was coaching right uh, right next to pengong because there is a um, natural uh, spring fed uh, pond we were coaching there and then we used to get the view every time um pengong is not ideal for skating so uh, the slipperiness is very less because it's salty and it has got rough surface on the top on the top we are doing in february and there is going to be uh, a snowfall in january which stays so it is it, it is going to make the surface very rough for running and and good for running so we, i mean it's it's not normally required to have spec shoes definitely we are procuring and providing that as well but generally if people are scared of the uh, the slipperiness of leg and eyes and freaking out i i think this is uh, what it is and you should not uh, fear about uh, that fact yeah and what's the average temperature in february uh, uh, the the race is on february 20th correct 20th february 2023 yes yeah and what's the average temperature around that time uh it would be minus 25 20 25 Oh beautiful. I love it, Tama. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, um so Chamba, we are I'm here to support you. I'm hoping to be there myself. I've already blocked my dates. I'm there to help. Definitely. Uh Definitely. I'm not going to try and run. <laughs> yeah. And we will put the video. Do you have a website that you can tell our listeners about? definitely we we have created one uh, it's it's a page uh, you can register uh, for now uh, we it it's uh, it's called assladakh.com assladakh.com so that's adventure sports foundation assladakh.com we will put it in the show notes we'll put your video there it's an amazing video Uh, and for all of you people in interest in adventure trying to make an impact and save the environment come support chamba and the team uh in doing this I- i'm sure chamba that, that the team is going to be pretty big to s- create an event like this as well right yes yes we we are a big team uh, and do you have support from the local government are they uh supporting you the administration how, how does that work yes we we have the local uh, hill council on board we have the ut administration on board we even have the indian army on board uh wow. so yeah so so will there be some uh uh indian army folks running maybe <laughs> yes indian army some of uh, probably they might bring a small group and indian air forces reached uh, us and they want to bring their uh, folks as well so wow it will be an excess, exciting bunch of uh, runners well i i hope you get to a situation where you have more people who want to come than right. the number right. of people that you can allow right then you right. can right. select yeah. select right. the best yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah that's the hope that's the so so chamba what's the what's the message you want to give everybody uh what's the what's the goal How, what will a successful event look like for you it's the 21st of february it's finished what will make you happy uh what will make me happy is uh that uh, 
whoever participated uh, in the run goes with the message with 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 the sense of accomplishment and goes with the message that they would spread wherever they go after the marathon and of course the world would know about the marathon and that is what would be a successful event for us if each of us uh, from runners to from organizer to from volunteers if all of us depart with this message and depart with um, this learning that would be and uh, that will be a successful event for me chamba absolutely hope that happens uh, in fact i know it will happen because i can see the passion that you have in organizing this and it's such a beautiful amazing place that i know this is going to happen thank you chamba thank for joining us on the podcast thank thank you vinay thank you for the opportunity Okay, I could have kept that conversation going. Folks, I I'm guessing you figured out that Chamba dialing and logging in from Leh was having some internet issues. Uh, at one point in time, he was talking about how people can practice for running on the lake, and he started to talk about a little pond right next to the lake where people can practice. I think we may have had a little bit of an internet Uh, bandwidth issue at that time for him so that's what he was so you can tie that up together uh, this is going to be one of those episodes where there'll be a lot of information on the show notes about ladakh about the marathon videos etc so so give it a look watch those things because you will not get the true beauty of ladakh until you have actually seen it from a visual perspective with that See you in Ladakh on February 20th. Over and out.